everyone, and welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm James Anderson, one of your hosts. And I'm Colin Barker, your other host. On this show, we're going through the MCU in historical order, scene by scene, until the end of time. And the end of time heist. Mm, well, this part true. of time heist, I guess. In a way, this is kind of the end of time. Oh. But in particular, for this timeline. Yeah. Is what it is. Exactly. Exactly. Whoa, wait, does that mean that we have to technically end this podcast in some way? We, we've reached oh. the end of a uh, time. Of this time. Right. Oh, interesting. I guess. Mm. Yeah. All we right. never specified what well, time everyone, we have to. Um, take care. Uh, although, 1858 got pruned also. So, um, yeah. mm, that's a good point. So. Yeah. Hey, so we didn't dilly dally before we uh, started recording, but we did dilly so dally, dally immediately now. afterwards. No, we um, didn't. No, 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 it's fine. That's part Lavender's of the bit. That's Blue, part of the opening. Dilly dally. Um, so we are looking at Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. One hour, forty-four minutes, fifty-eight seconds through one hour, forty-six minutes, thirty-seven seconds. Uh, you'll know it's over when you're in space again. Space again. All right, uh, this is what happens in the scene. Tony and Howard make it back to ground level and begin to part ways. Tony sees Steve give a discreet thumbs up to confirm he has the pim particles. Tony signals that the Tesseract is in the briefcase. He then gives Howard his flowers and the most awkward hug. Howard gets into his car, but not before commenting to Edwin Jarvis that Tony looks familiar. Colin? What do you think of Jarvis's hair? It's really funny that in the previous scene, they talk about beatniks and hippies. (laughs) And then Jarvis has the thickest head of hair. Yeah. You could possibly imagine. Do you think it's a toupee? I mean, okay, here's here's what I think. Genuinely. I think that in that scene, it is a toupee or like a hairpiece. Yeah. But I don't think that for the character it is, if that makes any sense. Like, I, I don't think that that is... Darcy's uh, natural hair. Sure, of course, at. but but I don't, don't think, think that, I don't think it's that like Jarvis has lost his hair and so he's right. keeping his youthfulness. I don't think Howard that's Stark that. would never allow a toupee in his household. He I would think be it's like, just we're going to go cybernetic. The thing is, I, okay, here. just go back to that picture of um, uh, uh, Mungo Jerry. Well, Mungo Jerry, yeah, <laughs> forgetting the name for a second. And the thing is, like, look at how thick all four of their hair are. Yeah, right. And I think that, like, in general. Like, also, I mean, think of how thick Stan's hair was, right? You know, in the beginning of right, the scene. Right, 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 right. I was like, I think that if you're not in the military, yeah, there's no, like, you, you probably are somewhat keeping up with modern, not tradition, but like, what's hip, what's cool. Like style, you know? yeah. You know, style. And I'm sure Anna, right, is back yeah. home and he's like, I'm thinking of getting a haircut. And she's like, and looking like, you know, like, uh, looking like your boss does, you know, and he's like, no, I, I thought, and then she's like, no, she's like, you know, uh, puts him in that giant like hair dryer. Now, I ain't going to lie to you. The boys done and messed up. They went off on a tangent and just derailed the entire show. Let's get back on track, shall we? Tangents. Do you know, I think Howard Stark wouldn't like jazz because it's not predictable. predictable. Wow, I knew exactly where you're going. Yeah, you, no hey, you predicted he, the predictable. He, there's no formula for him to understand. Yeah. So th- yeah, I think that I think it's his hair. Uh, I don't yeah. think it's a toupee. I just feel like it's too big to be a toupee. Yeah. Because I feel like toupees are typically kind of like 
flatter hairstyle right, so, right. so that it doesn't sort of just sort of go off. You know, it doesn't yeah. flop yeah. off or whatever. I feel like For it's sure. it's it's supposed to be less stated, if you will, but it's always very clearly a toupee. There's I a, feel like there's never good ones. You know what I mean? It has but, a computer in it. And and your piece, it's like early it? Friday, like mm-hmm. this is the early literal Jarvis. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Or, or the the disembodied voice. It's his voice. own voice <laughs> because he says it, it doesn't want to be. No, no, no. I oh, this is funny. You know what I thought you meant? What? Because it was like a computer and like radio, and there's a headpiece. Yeah, yeah. That's so that, what I so, hang on. But so then, so then when Stark says Jarvis, what's this? And he goes, Hang on. Yes, sir. And then he speaks into the headpiece so that he hears uh-huh. him elsewhere. I like you know, that it's, too. It's the communication device, and so he's <laughs> and like, just Jarvis in his ear. He, uh, Jarvis, do I know that guy? He isn't asking like you. Hey, human, do you remember? Mm-hmm. He's saying, "Look it up. Look and it up." Like you meet a lot of people. Maybe he's a I'm coming up with now. nothing. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Can we talk about that part though? Sure. Uh, because this is also the first and only time that we see the of the screen Jarvis. Right. Right. Both tiny screen to big Carter, screen. Tiny screen to big screen. He makes the jump. But he's now been with two separate Howard Starks. Yeah. That don't look alike mm, at all. At all. They're men. And they're white. And they're white. And that's it. That's about it. You know what is very interesting to me? I do think that the exclusion of Dominic Cooper is a by erasure. Interesting. Because I think Dominic Cooper's Howard Stark was bisexual as hell. Oh my God, absolutely. And John Slattery's Howard Stark is the most cishet white man I think I've ever seen. He's a fucking square. Yeah. And it's just, it's painful. It's painful to watch the people that live your lifestyle being erased from the MCU timeline. Kevin Feige, I expect an apology. Um but uh, you know what's funny about it? about like people like Slattery and and John Hamm and stuff. You know that in like college they were in like orgies with everyone. Just like they're like very like that's interesting because to me I could see John Hamm. I feel like I don't see John Slattery. I I feel like the 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 more like tight like I wear I wear suit and tie mm-hmm. or suit to and tie. whatever. But back in the back in 1972, in you know, in the East End mm, when I, mean, I was maybe. in, or the West yeah. End when I was in plays in England, we I think went back. Reason, and it was just a big pile of people. I think the reason why I see John Hamm kind of working out is because like he plays those parts really well, right? Of, like yeah. being you know, suit and tie, like very stern, you know, like like a man's man, if you will. Yeah. But then, like whenever he's not in those situations, he does goes on to play these like comedic roles. And he goes on to interviews, and he's just so charming and funny and witty. And he is, um, and you know, I just feel like he has such an air that shows that that's acting when I put that the suit on and stuff like that. Yeah. But John Slattery always seems like, not that he's no nonsense, and like you know, not that he can't have any fun, but he doesn't seem like he cuts loose at all. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like that's why to me it's like to me he seems like the kind of guy who, if John Hamm and he were the same age. They were friends and maybe roommates, but you know John would go off to these parties. I mean, John Hans, right? Yeah, would go off to these That's funny. Um, John H would go off to these parties, and John right. S would be like, you know, cracking open a book or a newspaper and be like, "All right, listen, if you're bringing someone home, at least you know, 
you know, do like he would give him some yeah. kind of thing like, give me this kind of code so I know to, you know, leave the living room or whatever, you know, like, yeah, you know, like he, like he, he to me seems like he was more down to earth. He'd be like, listen, it's fine if you go to that party, but just don't forget it is your turn to take out the trash, you know, like, right. You know, take it out on your way out. You know, like, but don't it's just you like, think, <laughs> stop calling her that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't you think that, I think that so John bad. Slattery uh, strikes me as the person for whom the term sow your wild oats was invented. Maybe. So like, okay. You know what it is though? Okay. I, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. I'm going to add on to that real quick, if I may. I think what I'm getting at is that John, John Hamm yeah. went to these parties because he was he for went everybody. Right. Yeah, he went Hamm. John, John Hamm would go there for everybody. I think John Slattery would go to parties where maybe more like swinger parties where you mm. might pass partners around. Sure. But that you wouldn't, you know, like, okay, hypothetically, if you went with- you know, someone and you and a friend were going to, you know, uh, partake with the same partner. It would be a very stick, a distinct like, don't look me in the eye kind oh, of. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. You know, like, you know, we can shake hands or high five or something after, but like, you know, if my, right. you know, whatever's in my hand, don't don't look at me. You know, like, you know, like uh, that's not. I'm not here for you. I'm here for this. You know, I feel you know, it's, you know, what I'm talking about like it just feels like it's. Uh-huh. It's almost like it is like they are over the top with how straight they need to be. Right. And maybe it's because it's closeted. Maybe it's maybe it's just uh, bigotry. Oh. You know what I mean? I mean, because, mm-hmm. you know, he grew up sure. in a different time. You know, maybe you say, I am, like, we're swingers, but, like, I'm straight. Like, I don't, I'm not, I don't swing that way. <laughs> Which is probably where that came from, right? I don't swing that way. Maybe. I think probably I don't swing that way. It probably, probably came from jazz. Coin swinger. I think it's a pendulum. Oh. A pendulum. Like I swing that way, they swing right. that way. Right. Oh, but, you know what I was thinking? Okay. I was going to say, originally I was thinking it could technically be a jazz term, but I'm thinking that technically what it means is that like, if you're saying I don't swing that way, right? It means that like they assume that if you're thinking of the pendulum, because it's a binary, right? In this situation, right. if they're, if you're a guy, they think that you swing this way towards, you know, women but right. like, actually, I, I do swing towards men. Right. You know, my, you know what's funny about the pendulum, though? Is it swings back? It's not a binary. It goes through a full arc. Right. Well, but it has no, I, two I know, I know. points. I know, yeah. but I think it's hilarious to think of a... To think, I, I agree right, to think of a pendulum, that a pendulum yeah, yeah. Is, is, is thought of as binary, but it's literally a spectrum. Like, it's... <laughs> yeah, it's got motion <laughs> yeah. in the middle, but it's got... It's got binary points, but I guess that's still the technically. I guess that's what the that's spectrum, a spectrum is, though, too. Huh? Yeah, yeah, you exactly. Know? Or yeah. not a spectrum, but I mean like the the gender spectrum rather. Specifically, right. is that there is a endpoint. Uh, it's not any, a, it's any a spectrum. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not a it's not a clock or whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, anyway, hey, no, but so, my whole point um, is it's slattery. Yeah. I don't know. Eh, eh. I agree. I think I think uh, Dominic Cooper definitely gives more of a Captain Jack from Doctor Who vibe than um, John Slattery gives any vibe other than I own this business. You know what it is? Okay. I have one final good, good thing about this. I own this business versus I own yeah. this business. Right. I think it's like John Hamm and Dominic Cooper, right? To me, it's like, they're like, I mean, I own property, but it's like, it, you know, it's really just because I needed a space. I didn't want to rent anymore. Right. Right. But like slattery to me, seems like he's like, I am a landlord. Right. You know, right. and like he's proud of it, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. he owns a house, but then he also owns other properties. And like even though he's rich, 
doesn't technically need your money. He's like, if you're even late by one day, I will kick you out. Oh, I want to give John Slattery the idea. Okay, of a, fine. Of a he gives him a week. Landlord. Yeah. He gives him a week. He is punctual though with like repairs and stuff like that. I will yes. say that because yes, he does because he has a reputation to uphold. Right. Absolutely. He's like, listen, I'm strict, but I'm fair. Yeah. Is what it is. And that you know, I can I can respect that. Same. Um, let's talk about uh the alternate name for Tony that uh that Maria was was at home thinking about, uh, which is Almanzo. <laughs> I wanted to see if there was like if there was a meaning behind it or whatever. And I saw some cool discourse about it on some website. I didn't look up what. Maybe I don't know. Maybe Reddit or or, or like a uh, Quora esque mm-hmm. sort of like I posted this question. People were answering and uploading whatever. Babynames.us. Uh, you know that Kristen. That's like her. Like she came up in that website. Like she was all about baby names, and she. It's like her Reddit. Like she grew up, she like all of college, all of whatever. She she was a part of that of that website and message board and all that stuff. Cora? No, baby names. There's a website okay. you weren't you weren't yeah. quoting. Yeah. No, I was sorry. I was just I was okay, sure. I just That's so so you just, were just randomly so, picking. No, it, the thing is we had mentioned Cora a second ago. Yeah. Before before baby names. And but then I also made a joke of like babynames.us, which is technically not a website. So but then what happened was then we were taught the, 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 the way so that it funny. went. Because of Almanzo being the baby name. Right. And it just happens that Kristen was on this message board for baby names that was also right. sort of like a women's like here's how things are going with me and my life sort of deal. Right, but I, well, but the few things I didn't know that. No, I know. It, so that's hilarious. But, which is also why, but in my head, I was like, surely it can't be the website baby names because I was like, that does that that part doesn't make sense, right? And I thought it was maybe a joke of like Quora was like an unknown until now, right? Right, like entity. So it's like actually this whole time that we've all been going to these message boards, he's actually been a big Quora person. But it was, I don't know. It just there was something about that, that in my head. The math wasn't mathing right. So when you finished that statement and looked at me, I was like, because. I or thought you, like, I thought there was somewhere that you had come across that in some sort of something that I was like, actually, you know, Kristen is a, you know, was a big part of that. Hilarious. You were literally like, that's very, very funny. You could probably cut all that, but you certainly probably. don't have to. Yeah, um, no, it, was, it is funny to, I mean, I, again, I do wish sometimes that you could put a visual effect in there. If I could have recorded the moment where my face clearly went like that gif of like the numbers flying by the woman, yeah. that was me just now, me yeah. going what what that doesn't <laughs> and then you're like no baby names and like the math went faster yeah exactly and I was like this james th- stop that doesn't make any sense and then you my started head, talking baby names, i had the yeah. mind explosion one like oh, 20 seconds heidecker? into your is that tim heidecker the i one think so yeah. yeah yeah so it's, there's this discourse on some message board about why almanzo mm-hmm. and there's a really really interesting uh, thought about how Almanzo is the name of the uh, guy that Laura Ingalls Wilder, uh, Laura Ingalls Wilder marries, both in real life, but also in the L- Little House on the Prairie books. And so the idea being that Maria Stark is a big Little House fan, which would 
It'd be weird because she would have been a fan of the books because I don't think the show happened until the late 70s, although maybe Howard Stark's whatever, you know. Right. Um, however, I saw this at the end, and this is a little bit of a, of a what's it called? Cold shower, I guess. Like a sort of a wet blanket. There it is. A uh, little oh. bit of a wet blanket sort of uh, on that theory. So I want to acknowledge that that's a very fun theory, and that is the most famous place where the name Almanzo comes, but... This person finishes up by saying, Furthermore, there are no other big references to Little House in the MCU. If this were a clever Easter egg, it seems like there'd be at least some other reference to it or to it or joke that that's something the MCU clearly does like to do. So there may not be deep significance. Sure, as the comment says, there's no accidents in a production of this scale, but it also doesn't mean every bit that matches some interesting coincidence is that coincidence. I think that's an excellent point. That's a good point. Yeah, I like that. We surely could come up with even more far-fetched possible references if we wanted to, but there doesn't really seem to be a reason to. Maybe that's not as exciting as the other answer, but without any references to insight from writers, actors, or directors, Occam's Razor suggests that the simplest explanation is probably the best one, and that's that funny name is almost but not quite Anthony. You know, that's so funny, because that's kind of what I was thinking. Like In my head, it would have been funny almost if Tony was like, what about Anthony? Yeah. And I like that seems a little little you know, a little less, you know, out there, right? But then again, is that, you know, wa- ripples yeah. not I mean, waves not ripples kind of thing? Right. But like I, yeah, Almanzo, I like to think Almanzo really is, is very right funny. above Anthony in the baby names book she yeah. has. Yeah. Yeah. I like but I, I do like the idea. I mean, okay, so here's a, a fun fact for you, right? Speaking of names. Actually, mm-hmm. okay, here's a host gym. Yeah. For sure, when your parents knew you were gonna be a boy. Yeah. Were they immediately like James? Or do they have or was there something else that you might have almost been? I think at one point I knew what my girl name was going to be, but I don't I can't pull it right I now. I do that too, and I don't remember what it is either. Obviously. I wanna say I wanna say like I'm sure my mom will text me what it is when she hears this episode. Name, but I it was, you know, it was the eighties. It probably wasn't, you know. Anyways. Uh I don't what's funny about my name is I have two middle names. Did you know that about me? Yes. I don't know what they are, but I know that you've told me that before. So I, my middle names, one of them is a direct reference to my mom's side of the family, and one of them is a direct reference to my dad's side of the family. And I, in a, in, in a very fun and jovial way, but also probably not unfactually joke that like they couldn't even agree on like which middle Mm -hmm. name. (laughs) That's very funny. <laughs> so James is uh, I th- I've always been told about the saint. So I don't know if it was hmm. um, if it, there was any other uh, options or um, things in the mix. But uh, as far as I know, there, there wasn't. Because um, I know that at one point when they kind of started to figure out that they liked Colin, but they also liked Matthew and you know stuff like that. I was almost Matthew Colin. Mm. Boy, wouldn't that have been a very different life? MC Parker on the ones That's and twos. That's a good point. Yeah, but like Matthew Ma- Matthew C. Parker. Follow me on Twitter at Matthew C. Parker or Matt C. Parker, right? It'd be a weird – it does not – I mean, not only does it not roll, I feel like. I mean, I don't think my name is necessarily like – okay, there's not like a – you know – it's not me saying I'm ungrateful for my name, right? I'm just saying I don't think it necessarily rolls off the tongue is what I'm saying. Sure. You know, I don't think it's like, you know, 
It's also not super common. You know, I would say it's an uncommon name. Um, I've heard of a couple Collins and I know a Colin. Oh, really? Yeah. Colin is it. I've known at one point I I had to, you know, it was like a Colin. No, not that Colin, that Colin sort of uh, situation. Yeah. Cause like, I feel like, you know, it's the reason why I think that it's uncommon is because of how many people go Colin or Colin because they don't know what to say. Interesting. You know what I mean? Um, still, even in the days of still, yeah, Firth I mean, and yeah, um, the other and one? I will say they're Bullseye? usually still older people. Mm. It's usually not someone who's thirty going Colin right. or Colin, but I mean you still you still get that from time to time, you know. Yeah. Um, or also like you know you go to a place and you, they say and what's the name on it? You go Colin and they go what? And you have to spell it out for them and they go oh, oh. you know they're Weird. It's, it's it's interesting. Huh. Um, but uh, anyway, so I didn't know my last was name was super duper common until Kristen and I were getting mm. married and she was like, Ugh. right. And then all of a sudden it was like, she made it happen. All of a sudden I was like on the no fly list and like getting right. mistaken packages from stuff. And I was like, you made this happen. My name was uncommon until I met you. But right. obviously that's not true. Yeah. Schrodinger's name. Schrodinger's name. No, but it's also, I mean, like the other thing though to me is like, you know, the uh, concept though that like. Uh, again, sorry, going through these names, you know, so like also family name situation, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure my dad wanted Matthew in there to begin with because of that same sort of, I don't want to call it selfish, but like it was, you know, he was trying to yeah. get something in there. You know what I mean? Like uh, my mom was not trying to continue on with the family names, um, which is also somewhat interesting because there is, funny enough, an Anthony multiple lines down where there's four mm. Anthonys in our family. Her dad, her brother, the oldest brother, Anthony, Tony. Woody, who his, that's a nickname. Mm-hmm. His real name is Anthony. And then his son, uh, who his middle name is, uh, sorry, his, his first name is Anthony, but they call him by his middle name. Um, so, uh, <laughs> no, I'm just, I don't know why, but I'm, I feel like I'm like, I'm not trying to dox a child. No, for I know. Reason, I was, but, I did the same no, thing no. for myself just a second ago. Yeah. Where, uh, that would be pretty funny though. Uh, uh, no, so you know, so there's four, right? But like, right. my mom was kind of like, nah, nah, I don't need to keep a family name running. Yeah. You know, so she was, you know, down for it. But like, that's also the same way that you were saying that you have issues with like packages or being on a no-fly list. I have problems with documents all the time or emails because my name is Colin Matthew Parker, but because my dad's uh, mother's maiden name was Matthews. It was M-A-T-H-E-W-S. And so he wanted my middle name spelled the same way, which, sure, nice gesture, but that's not how anyone spells the name Matthew. So the amount of times that things in my life have been missed, like done incorrectly because they look at it and they go, I think you forgot a T. Yeah. Or they just automatically fill in the extra T. The amount of emails and things like that that I've missed or whatever. Or even one time I had a uh, a plane ticket that autocorrect filled oh no and then i had to be like hey and i contacted them being like hey this is like this is what happened like i didn't recognize that autocorrect changed or whatever and they're like it shouldn't be an issue they're like because usually it just prints out with like a middle initial or whatever and then luckily the person didn't look fully at the thing but like i when i printed out the ticket this is back when we would print tickets you know what i mean yeah 
I had a physical piece of paper in my hand. I was like, that has my full government name on it. Right. And so, but like it's misspelled. And then I have my full government name on my you know, driver's license. Um, but I think now actually my second driver's license, I think does say Colin M. Parker. So yeah. probably wouldn't be an issue now, but. Got that branding that even down to the license. I love it. Yeah. No, I think it's just that in Maryland, I think you have the option of doing full or just initial. Um, I don't know. I could be wrong. I, uh, one of the first things that I learned about you was about how your middle name was spelled with one T. Um, was it because, because I of, was like, email me? And then yep. I was like, by the way, yep, this is how it's spelled. Yeah. Now, I ain't going to lie to you. The boys done and messed up. They went off on a tangent and just derailed the entire show. Let's get back on track, shall we? Tangents. I'm glad I took us down that 15-minute road. Sorry. 15-minute road is the name of my uh, dirt, like my gravelly country band. Um, <laughs> short songs, long songs, I guess. Never. <laughs> um, <laughs> normal length songs. Long songs for country people. That's a. Uh, <laughs> I listened to it. Is strung out on it. All right. Um, <laughs> so Tony imparts some wisdom to his father to impart to him, and um, he gives him more. I don't know if I can't remember if Howard asks for advice or if Tony offers advice. Oh, my uh, dad was. My dad had a lot of a lot of you know good words of advice. Howard says you know such yeah. as, um, and Tony says this. And before I say it, I'm going to say this. I get it. And I understand it. And I understand the poetry of it. And even as I'm going to say, raise an eyebrow at this, uh, I understand that he's also saying, even in this situation. The quote is, no amount of money ever bought a second of time. Which to Howard, and from Howard to Tony, you know, and obviously from Tony back to Howard, like, I wish I could get time back with my father. Honestly, great. Right. Fine. I think it's very cool and funny and fun and ironic that, that they are in the middle did. of a time heist that yeah. Tony's money paid for. <laughs> right. I mean, I think I think that is such an interesting and fun conversation, right? Because yeah. the thing is that, like, he realizes that to some extent he could disprove his father. But I think that, like, it's more of... Outside of doing a literal time heist, right. like it, it, it is true, and, and right. it's like a thing that like was an important thing for him specifically to learn, really right. throughout the entire MCU. Right, you know? and 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 even as his money has allowed them to go back in time, he doesn't get an extra second of time with his dad because he can't be like, "I'm your son, Tony from the future." Right. Well, Even though of all the people you could say I'm your son Tony from the future, right? Don't you feel like Howard Stark is like he would top not be surprised? Yeah. He would be fine. He would be cool with it. He'd be like, ah, oh. you, fig- probably- you figured out the whatever, and he'd be like, how the hell did you? Oh, yes, yeah. slap him upside the head for breaking paradox rules. I know. Or also, because the thing is, dummy. it would be cool in a way for him to do that because a they could have a little conversation like that. He could also be like, hey, you know, I just want you to know that. You haven't gotten there yet, but you're gonna figure out. You're gonna figure something out, and you'll be right. And the yeah. thing about the element, right? Like he didn't have the tools to create yeah. it, but he knew that his son would. You know? Yeah. Um, so it's like it's interesting, right? Because also he says like, "Oh, I invented or I found a new element." Your father found a new element. Let's be clear, right? But like, if you're just the first one to synthesize it, you know what I mean, or whatever. Right. But uh, 
still. I, mean, I guess it. Listen, at the end of the day, it's a Stark production, right? Dad, it, both of their names are on it. On but... the night you and Mom drive down the country road. No, no, don't yeah. tell me about my future. Yeah, but like, I don't know. I just I feel Spoilers. like it's um, it's a fun conversation, and I actually. Yeah. It does lead me to, funny enough, another hostion that I did write. This oh. one I wasn't making up on the spot. But this this scene uh, did cause a lot of thinking for me, even back when it first came out. These Howard Stark, Tony Stark scenes have like really sent you down a path, some paths, dude. I really, I really have, appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, like, it's tough. I mean, like, I've I've been not super vocal, but I've been kind of open about... Yeah family hangups and stuff like that that I have. Yeah. And so it but like also about, you know, how a lot of the times found family is an important thing, right? Yeah. And so like I have a lot of family connections that are not by blood, right? Right. I mean, honestly, you are one. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like we've talked about this before. You know what I mean? Where it's like it's interesting. We don't necessarily say to each other brother at any point. You know what I mean? Right. But like we call each other best friends, but it's also like, you know, friends or family. Right. You know what I mean? At least when they're close enough to you. You know what I mean? I think that for sure we are family to each other. Um, but like, you know, anytime I've ever talked about my sister on this show, mm. my sister is not my sister by blood. Right. But we were both kids who had some weird family stuff. And during a time where we needed another family, uh, specifically another father figure or whatever, there were people who stepped up and we were both quote-unquote, adopted into the same family, and it unintentionally, essentially, turned us into, you know, people who literally look at each other and call each other siblings and stuff. Yeah. Um, You know, I was the first person that she told about the fact that she was having a kid, you know, that I was going to be an uncle. She told me before, you know, blood siblings um, because we are closer, you know. Um, But the thing is, like, these conversations, these moments – yeah, they've set me down some paths, and it's it's also not just about my blood family. It's sometimes about just people in general, people that we have these connections with. And it's somewhat related to the question that I had the other day where it was like, you know, if you could go back and talk to someone like that, right? But this is, again, it's more like a, this is a, could be the same people even, maybe. But this is more of a, if you could go back to someone, but not just to like spend a moment with them, but specifically to either give them a piece of wisdom because specifically it's like, you know, it's something they told you Mm. and you need to kind of guarantee that they know it, know it so that it makes its way to you or just in general, you know, you know that maybe it's at a time where they're not at their best, but you know that they do get to their best. So like what kind of thing that you could part impart to them, um, to help them get to, to there or, flip the script a little bit and just say someone who may not be around anymore or whatever, a piece of advice that you would want to get from them. You know what I mean? Just something in general with them. I'd love to, to, to take this down a third different option. Sure. And sort of combine and also uh, not combine. If I could go back in time and give myself advice. Sure. Yeah. Um, I think that, because like, I don't, I'm going to say this and I don't, mean it in like an ungrateful or whatever way, just in Mm -hmm. a sort of, this is how my head works way. Mm -hmm. I don't really remember a lot of, I remember one piece of advice I think I've ever gotten from anyone. (laughs) So, uh, 
I mean, like I incorporate advice into the rules in my head mm-hmm. and like the database of whatever, but like it's not like I I remember one thing I've ever received specifically as advice. Right. And it was me when I said you have to get a better microphone if you want to increase the production quality of a podcast. Right. You're right. And yeah, that was advice that I for sure took willingly. So um <laughs> <laughs> You did uh, it like, willingly uh, once. I was like, here's another microphone. And you're like, Ugh, okay, fine. <laughs> you have to open the box, Ugh, like Paul Rudd in uh, on American yeah. Summer. Uh, uh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, actually, that, that, the advice that I got was from a guy named Vince Kaiway, and he said, uh, uh, I don't care about what your problems are at home. Or what you? I don't remember what it was. Anyways, it was it was something that like at the time I felt was useful. As I've recounted it, it has seemed more like a dick thing to say, but it wasn't, and he didn't mean it as such. Anyways, I would tell myself in college that I needed to be thinking about what I wanted to be doing, and and what I wanted to be when I was you know in a career, and not like who I wanted to be with or how much money I wanted to be making or whatever. I need to actually think about what is something that I want to do as a career and not worry about like, Oh, well that's not very successful or that's so stereotypical Mm -hmm. or whatever. Even if it wasn't what I'm going to school for now. Right. Cause I think like advertising was a thing that I, I look back on and I'm like, I didn't want to do that largely because I didn't want to dress up in a suit because business majors had to wear suits. Yeah, and I don't. Which like is interesting because I never had once had to. And it may be that it wasn't yeah. those business majors that had to wear suits, but like right. Yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat> but advertising is something that I've often been like, mm, that might have been an avenue. Um, but there are several avenues that I feel like I could have gone down, and also so so something in in, in the advice area of think about what you want to do, and where you'll be happy, and understand that you'll make friends wherever you go, and that you don't have to give up the friends you already have. And then you don't have to give up the friends you already have to uh, move to where you're you're more happy. Right. Because I stayed in a major that I didn't I shouldn't have because my friends in the major were like, oh, we'd miss you too much. Bad decision. Right. So yeah. That would be one place where I'd want to check in with younger James or like write like an email or some because like I would mm-hmm. be worried about paradox stuff. Um because I have a pretty good memory, like this one time that um, it's blanking on me now. I mean, that's a joke on memory. <laughs> uh, what about good you? Stuff. You know, we also talked about this in the other episode. But you know, when you and I did a podcast episode of another show where we talked about going back in time, especially like mm-hmm. the idea of reliving a certain amount of time with the knowledge that you have now. Right. You know, what would you fix or change or whatever, or would you do it? One of the biggest struggles for me is specifically like, you know, there are there's for sure advice that I've gotten from from people over the years that like, especially now that I'm putting myself on the spot, of course I can't remember specific like phrases or words. Right. And a lot of the times it's also because oftentimes advice is not given in a way that a movie or TV show happens. Sure. Where someone goes, remember, you know, Always make sure to cross, you know, check both ways before you cross the street, right? I mean, like that's something that you learn as a kid. But I'm just saying, like that was the tip I gave you last night. 
Yeah, yeah, no, no. Uh, but I mean, like, <laughs> if that, if like that specific, yeah, it, it's nothing like that punctual. With great usually, power comes great whatever it was. That right, yeah, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I mean, like, that's the sort of thing where, like, that's what TV and movie, yeah, teaches you because they want they want a soundbite, they want a what is grief if not love persevering, right? Like, that is like a piece of advice. That is a piece of you know, a piece of like peace of mind really you know but like an expression but like advice is typically not an expression i think oftentimes when we give advice it is like listen here's the things that you just laid out let's sort of break it down let's talk about it right so i I can't think of anything sound bitey sorry i remember being like i don't know if i could do it because i could go back and fix and change some things but then it would change the timeline on a bunch of things right right specifically if I didn't go to school to do my undergrad, specifically when I did, even if I had the knowledge of the future, would I know still exactly when to have the conversation about Mimbim Bambino podcasters? Would I successfully still be able to wrangle in the Reeds, Morgan, Sam, the Nelson sisters, and then eventually to get Aaron and James, you know, like folks like that, like would I still have that ability and knowledge to do that when like my timeline has and everything like that has changed? Because what if it also somehow, you know, ripples changes? For sure. Theirs, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, what if James and Aaron, for whatever reason, then never decided to do a podcast? You know what I mean? Because I've, because I've moved, of gone you? to school. No, but I mean like like because I start six years earlier and all this other stuff, like what if again, it's the idea of of you know butterfly effect, right? You know, I start yeah. podcasting earlier. Uh-huh. Something else happens, and then by some transitive property of the universe, you all decide instead of doing a podcast, you're going to, I don't know, write a book series together or something. I don't know. Again, the idea is just that like once you change something, how much of the universe changes around that? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but the it's the same thing with like you know giving myself advice or whatever, because also will I even remember it? I've got a terrible memory. Right. Except for that one joke that you just recently told about bad memory, but. I don't. Um, I feel like <laughs> it's it's interesting. Like there are people that I would love to go back in time and give advice to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if it would necessarily fix anything in terms of like if it's someone that may have slighted me, right? And I wish that things hadn't ended that way, you know. Or if yeah. it's like you know even either of my parents to like let them know. Just sort of some sort of gentle thing so that when life happens, when life changes, we all, you know, are more equipped for it or whatever. I don't know. That one's tough. But, like, I I do wish that, like, I don't think I'm bad at giving advice. But, like, I think it's my podcaster's curse, right? I think that I, I rarely speak concisely. I think that I oftentimes speak out my my thought process. Yes. Yep. And so when I give advice to people, I think that there are people who would tell you that I give good advice, to be yeah. clear. But I think the issue is that they would say, he gave me good advice. And then you're like, what's the advice? And they would have to be like, hang on, let me find a way to parse it down because I would have talked for 10 minutes straight. Or they would have taken what you said. Like there was a nugget in there. Where you right, said exactly. like the coolest shit that like whatever, and you have no memory of it, 
and it right. changes their life and you have no idea that you said that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a lot of people. I mean, there's a, many people that come to mind and some of them I won't mention just simply because not that they're ever going to hear it, but just simply kind of, I don't know, for my own piece. Barack of but like, Obama. I mean, well, how did you know? No, but I mean like, <laughs> I would love to have spoken to former friends, uh, ones that are with us still, some that are not. Um, there Jennifer are Aniston, Matt LeBlanc, <laughs> Boo. Former no, but I mean, like, there's, and yeah, and even family members, and just like the way that they've handled things, whether yeah. related to me or to each other or whatever. Right. Um, and, you know, uh, I don't know, in, in the same way that I'm like, oh, would I love to go back in time and have a conversation just in general with some of these folks? I kind of also would want to be able to go back and, like, not just have a conversation with my grandfather, but it'd be cool to be like, hey, do you have any words of advice for someone who's, you know, and then give him whatever at the time that I go back in time, whatever is ailing me at that time. Yeah. You know, or even just kind of like general life advice, you know, whatever, just like, Hey, uh, you know, hypothetically, you know, when you have grandkids, yeah, what, you know, what kind of thing do you, do you wish that they would know? You know what I mean? Like what kind of stuff do, would you pass down to them? Yeah. Yeah. That's the sort sure. of thing that I would love to, to, um, and I have one one final thing to say about this kind of topic. It's, it's a little different, little little uh, whatever. With today's technology, we have the ability to honestly kind of make a record of so much in our lives, yep. right? And I'm not saying go write down or record or whatever everything that's ever happened to you. But what I will say is one of the things that I regret to this day is knowing that I owned recording software and stuff like that. Like I hadn't fully figured everything out, but I knew enough that I wish that I had spent time before certain members of my family had passed. Um, and I wish I had sat down with them with a microphone or a camera uh, or something and just been like, can you like any of the stories that you've told me over the years? That were like important, you know, stories or funny stories or poignant stories, any of those things. Can you give them to me again? Just, you know, you know, give me, they don't have to be all of them, but just give me some of them. Yeah. Because then, you know, nowadays it's like a thing of, I was trying to remember a story that my grandfather had told me. And there's a, there is a sentence that he would, every time he told that story, it was the same sentence in, in, in about one particular guy. Because there was a guy like involved in the story and he, he would always say his name. And then there was like a little, you know, like a little tag after that, right? And it was part of it was because everyone always found it funny, you know? But now it's been so many years that the other day I was talking to my dad about it. And suddenly neither of us could remember the name of the guy. Mm. And it's because we, you know, we used to hear that story at least once a year. But then you go seven, eight years without hearing it or talking about it. And suddenly it's gone, you know? Yeah. And so I you know, just want to say that, you know, if there's anything like that or anyone like that in your life, one of the things that I've said to myself many times before is I would love to sit down with like my mom and just be like, there's stories that she's told me that I know I'll forget if I don't have some form of record of them because I don't think about that story every day of my life. But, you know, in 20 years, I might want to remember that story. Yeah. Or be able to pass it down or something, you know? Yeah. And again, kind of like Coco, the Disney movie, eventually some of that stuff will get lost. But like, right. it doesn't need to be lost 
immediately. Right. Yeah. So anyway, just a thought. And that man's name was Stanley Excelsior. <laughs> and that man grew up to be Stan. That is one of the funniest jokes, by the way, on the internet. You know what I'm talking about? Where like what? you'll see like, okay, there's a common joke, right? Where like people will take a picture of like Justin Bieber or like uh, Ariana Grande when they were like 12 or 13 talking to a smaller child. They'll be like, you know, I can't believe that one day this kid asked for advice and Ariana Grande said like, you know, you could be whoever you want to be. And then that guy grew up to be Barack Obama. And it's like the joke there is that, of course, he's yeah. way older. So there's no way right. it could have been that kid. But like every time that kind of joke hits, it's so funny to me. Yeah. Where it's like, and of course, that kid was Stan Lee. And you're like, he's 80 years older than that person. It's like, <laughs> that kind of thing is just, it always gets me. It's so funny. I do funny. like that. I like that a lot. Uh, Well, that's all I had. Cool. Do you want to uh, wrap up? We have, this time heist is over, but Colin, mm-hmm. <clears throat> unless there's something that happens in the summer, fall, or winter of 1970, we're going to be back for some more heist action next episode, and I'm really excited about that. Yeah. You know, some more plane heist sort of deal. Um, exactly. But do you want to take us out of here, steal, that, steal a little bit of time just one more time? Yeah, I'd like to steal a little bit more of your time, everyone, and just say thank you for joining us on this alternate timeline. Uh, There's going to be some more of this alternate timeline in the future, but of the past, Hmm, but of the future of this moment. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you you get what I'm saying, listener, when we go on these futures, pasts, future, present? Yeah. Please let me know, because I don't, uh, to me, I think it's funny when I lay out exactly what it is, but I never know. So write to us. Timeline scav. Uh, or at Gmail, Timeline Scavengers. Um, with that, I'm going to say thank you so much, and we will see you all next time. As always, I'm Colin Parker. I'm James Anderson. And if there was anything that I wish that my father knew, it was that Werner Reinhardt was still in prison. <laughs>